Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson. He's going to throw. Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They rubbish. He's bugging us over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable, what an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. Yeah, right. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday to you. September 29th, 2023. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. And goodness gracious, only 22 hours since we last spoke, but much to discuss. I'm not so sure that the two hours is going to do it today. Nick Roush, how are you? I'm I'm great. It's uh, It was an exciting Thursday. Just start to finish. All excitement. Um, so much that I was just gassing the tank. Shout out to the Lions and Western Kentucky Hilltoppers for letting me go to sleep at halftime. Of, of all, I was just like, okay, I'm good. I can fall asleep. Well, I'll be fine. Well, we'll 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 talk about that. Uh, you, yeah, great you job, Lions. You were going to go to the track boys' night out, but I saw a picture with you and ninety kids. Yeah, it was great. It ended up being like, a, okay, I got thing with the track. Taking kids. Very difficult if you are just bringing your kids. So what I did is I recruited all the other moms and dads. Like, hey, dads, like, let's get let's get our kids out. They can wear each other out. And then we just kind of drink beer and talk and make sure they don't, you know, do anything too crazy. Mm-hmm. And it worked. It was great. Um, they got to pet a horse. His name wow. Was the, his name was the Grinch. So there's a Grinch Santa and a Grinch horse now. Um, and dad... Dad didn't lose a bet until the last race, so that's a pretty great start to birthday weekend. Oh, yeah. really? Is Pirolin picked threes, had a exacta five to one, and then Brad Cox. I just went heavy on a Brad Cox horse. Oh, I mean, there was a doubt. But the only horse that lost was named Go Cats, which oh, boo, ominous sign. Well, just uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, another one of the many. Folks, I, I hate to say it, but like I, I have had these weekends before. And by the way, Roush, uh, good morning, everybody. Uh, I won't be making much eye contact today. I'm going to be watching the Ryder Cup. I'm a great oh, multitasker. Okay, I'm good. listening to you. Okay. Just don't think I'm being rude. So you need I, I, right. I'm going to be looking. I'm going to be watching the Ryder Thanks Cup for, reminding for the me next the next two hours. Do that. Um, but I didn't want to be. I didn't want to be rude. Wish you would have reminded me to make my bets on the Ryder Cup last <laughs> night before the Euros. That's on me. I apologize. Putting it on. Yeah, we'll talk about that, too. I mean, we have so much to talk about. But to sum it all up, or at least to get it all started, is I've had these weekends before. A lot of times I've had these weekends where there's just, 
I get super excited. The weather's usually great. Like all the circumstances seem to be awesome. And then the sports start. And, then and, everything and it is just like perfect everything else. But in my sports world, disaster, storm clouds, everything's horrible. And Roush, I set up the TV on the deck last night. Weather was awesome. Neighbor, neighbors came over with their kid and new baby and we got them, we got them dinner and we all hung out and that was awesome. Uh, everything was great. And then Green Bay started. Yeah. And it, and it was horror. I mean, it was a absolute, absolute I mean, joke. And I'm going to an get in. I, oh, it was. I mean, yeah. they just completely dominated. And I'm glad that Green Bay made it interesting. Like, you know, they got, they, you get that two point conversion, which how do you not call a face mask on that? But, um, We'll get. We can talk Packers. I, I didn't want to jump into it right now. But point being, I'm alarmed. Yeah, I'm concerned. Does that happened. And then I, I I get up at five four fifty this morning, and I'm like, all right, let's see what the. Actually, I'd woken up at two before then. I looked at the Ryder Cup, and I was like, we're losing in every match. But there's so much golf to be played. I'm not too concerned about it. Then I woke up at four fifty five o'clock, and I turned it on, and it was like, oh, we've already lost two, and two more are looking not so good whatsoever. Folks, I'm I'm concerned about our cats. I'm just concerned about Kentucky. I've had these weekends before. So we'll talk about that. But Scoots, how are you? Sorry it took so long to to get to you. Are you alive? Is your stomach intact? That's all right. Yeah, I, I'm actually doing awesome this morning. I, I woke up this morning and I was feeling for the pain. There wasn't any pain. I actually went home yesterday after the show, grabbed myself some breakfast, took myself a long nap, and woke up and the pain had, had subsided. So... Good news there. I'm I'm no longer in pain. I'm over here feeling comfortable, and I'm a whole lot richer thanks to some nice promos in the state of Kentucky yesterday, and they're going to continue this weekend. So me and Roush were talking before we came on air. They're just giving us a chance to build up our bankroll, and I absolutely love it. They absolutely are, and by the way, if you're on DraftKings, and I know FanDuel is doing mm-hmm. it as well, and they're not paying us to do this. This just shows how much we care about our listeners, and, and if you find anything out there, then let us know and we'll share it with everybody. But they're, both of those sites are doing if UK scores a point. Is that what it is? Or gets a yard? Yeah, or whatever uh, yeah. It is. one point. If, yeah, if they get one point, then you you can wager up to $50. So they're giving away basically a free $50. They did it last night for one touchdown in the in the Packers and Lions game. Uh, Green Bay kind of made me worried there. That and one point. get a touchdown for a little bit. FanDuel also did one point on that game last night, $50. Nice. So, so, I mean, $200 in a span of three days. Thanks, betting apps. There's a lot out there. You may as well take advantage of them. And some of these, like, you first-time sign-ins, you get $250. Some of that's a little bit of a racket because they will keep that money locked in your account for a long time until you make well, X amount of bets. Until you play you ha- through it. You have to play – most of them, you have to place those bets within a week. It's like they give them to you in $25 increments, and it's like bet these in a week or you lose them. Well, I don't, and that's uh, for some people. I'm sure wouldn't be great, but like that wouldn't be an issue for me. I, I wouldn't imagine. There's but so like, much to bet. I think people get these this money and then they bet it, and they're like, "Sweet, I doubled my money. I want to take it out." And yeah, no. the site will be like, "Nah, you got to keep. You got to play it x amount of times." But these free, uh, their odds boost. This is different. Odds boost you can take out. Like that is money that you win, and if you wanted to just get a check sent to you, you you, you can do that. So. Uh, we'll share it with folks when we find one, but you may as well take advantage of them. It quite literally is free money, or at least free bets if you don't plan on withdrawing. Uh, uh, well, yeah, the other one that I don't think is out there yet that uh, we got hat tipped on, FanDuel is going to do uh, 
$25 max bet on NFL Sunday for Bengals Titans. So keep an eye on that one as well. All right. Free money. Yeah. You- or not, no, bonus bets. You legally can't say free money. Oh. But bonus bets. <laughs> money. It's, uh, they're good odds. Which that, the the legal mumbo jumbo. I mean, I'm just seeing, like, the Europeans haven't trailed in a single month. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's just embarrassing. Um, But the, the legal mumbo jumbo around all of this, it's like, you know what? You got to do what you got to do to reach the finish line. So, whatever it takes, I know it's it can be a lot of, uh, yesterday, getting through the initial hurdle of like, all right, we've got to have the logos for this, and we got to do it here and there. It was a lot. We got through our show. We got through all the stuff. We're, we're rocking. We're rolling. Um, you're, ha- you're happy that part of it's all over. Yeah, that was just, it was a little anxiety producing. But we're, now we're fired up, ready to roll. Uh, That's why we just avoided it all at, at Kentucky Roll Call. Yeah, yeah, we didn't need it. Yeah, we didn't want to deal with any potential new sponsors. Text on into the Thornton's text line. Once again this morning, the Thornton's was bumping right next to the new studios. It's been a fun first week at the new studios, but that Thornton's is always fun. Any Thornton's is always fun, which, by the way, I think are we over a billion in Powerball this this evening? You can get your lottery Ooh. tickets at Thornton's. Wow. Uh, I don't know if this is factually true, so don't hold me to it, but I think you do have better odds of winning the Powerball if you buy your tickets at Thornton. Yeah, I, I believe that's correct. People down at 4th Street were telling me that, and I believe it. So uh, I am going to go there after the show, get my lottery tickets, fill up on gasoline, go inside, maybe get myself a spicy breakfast sandwich, some fresh fruit. I'm not a coffee drinker. Oh, yeah, we forgot to tell everybody about free coffee yesterday. Oh, I missed my free coffee. Always next Thursday. Roush gets free coffee every day here at this new studio. Yeah, that is nice. Yeah, but it's no Thornton's coffee. It's not Thornton's coffee. But it's a nice, it's better than uh, fruit flies like the old studio. (laughs) True. Yeah, so Green Bay got smoked. I'm so out on Matt LaFleur, I can hardly hold it in. Like, I, I, he seems like a nice fella. That's all fine and dandy, but he he is horrible. Green Bay is the most undisciplined team in the NFL. I don't know if the stats say that from a flag standpoint or a penalized standpoint, but I would be shocked if they weren't. And they cost, and then Green Bay again has a chance to stay in the game. And you have probably our best defender, at least how they've played this year, jumping over the center on a field goal. That is like rule one hundred and one right, not right. to do that. And while you could say that's Quay Walker's fault probably probably is, but a coach just has to get that in his brain that like that's the one no no on field goals you can't do. Like drilling the kicker after the kick and jumping over the center are two and then so it allowed Detroit to have continue the possession, chew more clock, and it eventually ended at a touchdown. I did that did allow me to win my first ever live bet though. And I knew Green Bay wasn't going to win, so I may as well win a little bit of money in, in the whole thing. But, yeah, I was uh, that was really disappointing all the way around. I'm, again, glad they showed a little bit of fight in the second half that will keep me interested in the, in the season. It's only week four, so obviously I'm going to still remain interested in the season. But maybe it gives me a little bit of confidence that they can beat bad teams, but they just... But they're going to be middling. There's no doubt about it. And the it. offensive line's not great, but they're super banged up, so that makes sense. But goodness gracious, knowing that Jordan Love, get the ball out of your freaking hands. Yeah, yeah. TJ, 
he is so inconsistent. Well, I, I still am not like I'm not giving up on him or anything, and I won't do that this entire season if we're being honest, unless things go really, really south. But uh, he is he will make some unbelievable throws, but they're getting fewer and further between. However, he will just miss wide open dudes. TJ, like, I, I know he was coming off of injury, but were you surprised how little they used Aaron Jones last night? I thought that was a gaff. No, that was that was one, that was all part of the plan, Scoots. If you read the yeah, report, yeah, but six touches. Yeah, I mean, That's they, so weak. They were going to limit him because I mean, they. they were, I was they surprised it was that little while the game was just getting out of hand and the offense was going three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. I, I thought they'd do a little bit more. I didn't think he was going to, you know, be a huge part of the offense, but I thought maybe in a desperation situation they'd be like, get out. And they kind of tried it, and uh, but even then they stuck to the script for the most part. So I, I, I was surprised, Scoots. My, my thing, like watching that game, you saw a Detroit Lions team that had a clear identity. Like they were, everybody was on the same page. Like the juice that they brought, Jared Goff looked comfortable in the pocket. Aiden Hutchinson was just a one-man wrecking crew at times. Um, but like the, it, it took them a while, but Dan Campbell has everybody uh, on the same page. And uh, like we talk about it more in college football, but like there's a very, there's a cultural identity there that I think it's just going to take the Packers a while to figure out what their identity is after Aaron Rodgers. Because for the longest time, like that's, he led the way. It was, he was your, your, your beacon, your lighthouse, your, what, who you turned to when things went poorly. And now it's like, well, what, what are we as a football team without Aaron Rodgers? I, I think that's, that's what the Packers are going to spend this season figuring out. And in doing so, we'll probably be just like 500-ish, but maybe win a couple games to... Like, you're going to think that there's a playoff chance in December, TJ. It's going to be like right after the It'll college football. It'll probably be similar to last year. Yeah, yeah. Not going not gonna to win the division, but we'll have a chance to get in the playoffs where you're interested. And I think I predicted as much. Because like, the Vikings and Bears are bad. I mean, you yeah. know, like... I think the Vikings are going to figure it out in time, unfortunately. And then Green Bay, because I, 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 I agree with you and I disagree with you. Like, your overall sentiment, yes, I agree with. But I, I don't think... Jordan Love needs time to, like, have in-game experience and figure out his own stuff as he goes along. But Green Bay's pretty good. Like, they've got talented players, and they're really banged up to start the year, and that's super unfortunate, and they're getting healthier as time goes on. But it, it's – and I guess maybe if I'm looking for, like, an excuse, that would be it. You're just still banged up. You're still injured. Your offensive line is basically in shambles, um, which is true. All that stuff is true. But I just – last night, there's no other way around it. That was disappointing, and it was a butt-kicking, and Campbell just – coaches circles around LaFleur, and he has a disciplined group that's super physical in Green Bay. It almost seems like they have to get juiced up by the crowd or they need a break to go their way to kind of get that energy, especially on defense, and they're too good defensively. I love this Green Bay defense, and they got shredded at times. Uh, some was bad luck. That Laporta really big reception was nearly an interception, which would have been two possessions, two interceptions for golf. But, yeah, that was a bummer. That was a bummer. And I was really looking forward to that game. I was pumped up about it. I thought there was a chance. I actually ran into Trevor on LaGrange Road yesterday, which was funny. And we pulled off and chatted with one another. And the first time I'd seen the big guy in a while. So I, I like really hounded him down. Yeah, I forgot to bring that up. That was another part of like, what a great <laughs> Thursday this is. You just run into Trevor out on LaGrange Road. And he was like, yeah, I'm betting the Lions. I feel, I feel, I feel kind of good about it. But I think it's going to be a good game. And I actually like had talked him out of it. 
I don't think I, he actually was going to change his bet or anything. I know Trevor too well, but he was like, you know, I think I'm going to change my bet. And I don't think he actually probably did. But I was really making the case for the Packers. I was excited about it. Obviously knew the possibility of losing was on the table. I told Trevor, I was like, well, I feel like this Green Bay team was better in January and this Lions team was worse and they still kind of kicked our butts. So if that was the case and now the Lions are better and were maybe slightly worse or about the same, then, and it's probably worse than it is more than uh, about the same, then it's probably not going to be a good night. So I did play devil's advocate at least. But yeah, I was pumped about it. That was disappointing. Back to the drawing board. I think Green Bay has a really early bye week too, which you hate You hate those in the NFL. Oh, yeah. But maybe oh, it will yeah. be good for this team because they need to get their bleep together, especially with all the penalties. That's a, you got to control the things you can control, Roush. Hopefully the Cats will do that tomorrow. Hopefully so. It's going to be a big one. Um, it's a big day on campus right now. If you're in Lexington, the SEC Nation set uh, is set up over right by the football facility, kind of where the statues are. So uh, today, Fine Bomb Fridays, they're great. Um, ESPN, like the live on location on Friday to get you ready for college football. They got McAfee at noon from game day site, and then they got Fine Bomb on location from SEC Nation. Uh, Stoops is going to be around on around four. Um, and oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, they're also having Kyra Elsie, Mitch Barnhart, and Eli Capaluto. Apparently, Eli and Paul are pals because Eli is a Birmingham guy. I could see those guys just really yucking it up. Talking about hairstyles. I'd, I'd love hairstyles. to be a fly on that wall. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so that's happening all day today. Uh, they'll be checking in with, you know, people all across college football. That's usually a very fun show, fun atmosphere, so tune into that. Um, and then tomorrow, Marty McGee are at 9 a.m. The SEC Nation shows at 10 a.m. And they're doing it right there by the catwalk. So, like, that's going to be crazy tomorrow. Uh, catwalk should be... Is it 9.15 or 9.45? Either way, I think the plan I is... they announced it already. I just always forget if it's 2.45 or 2.15 before kickoff. Um, but that's something... You're going to want to get there early enough to be there for the catwalk. That's going to be crazy. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, the setup they have already, just like in between the stadium and the football facility, it almost looks like a, a street festival with a TV set in the middle. Kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. So... That's going to be electric. Um, man, should be a lot of fun. Should be a lot, a lot of fun. So I'm I'm excited. Very excited. I am as well. I'd be a lot more excited if literally any of my teams, including the country that I was born in, the United States, decided to get their stuff together on the golf course. And I don't really... This USA coverage is horrible. Scoots, have, did you wake up early and watch any of it? Uh, I did not, although I weirdly woke up at 2 a.m., similar to you, TJ, and I actually thought I was late for the show due to the moon being so bright. It's like, why is it so light outside? This is not good. So, yeah, no, I was scared waking up at 2 a.m., but I that was the last thing I was thinking of was the Ryder Cup. What was the first thing you were thinking of? Uh, how thirsty I was and how much water I was going to chug when I got to the refrigerator. Oh, good. You didn't have a, a cup next to you? No. Oh, God, no. It, I'm the type of person, so we've, we've been on the whole luck thing. We know I have good luck, but I'm the type of person, if I keep a bottle or a cup of water next to my bed, it's getting spilled throughout the night, I promise. That promise. is just so ridiculous. I mean, like, this, is, this, is another one, this is another one of his things, Ralph. Like, dude, grow up. 
I mean, I, you, you can have a cup next to your bed, Scoots. What do you? You all don't understand. Like, so on. I guess it was Wednesday night. I woke up, or Thursday morning. Yesterday morning, I woke up. I sleep with six pillows on my bed, guys. When I woke <laughs> up on Thursday morning, I had one pillow on my bed. So uh, my odds are one of those pillows is gonna fly off, hit that cup, knock it on the floor. Disaster. Which I have had happen before, where like. Somehow a pillow gets wedged awkwardly and like goes and hits the end table and knocks it off. But that's like once every, I don't know, five years. Like I'm, I'm an adult, Scoots. See, my thing is, once yeah. You grow up. Speaking buddy. speaking of adult, how about you grow up and get out of bed and walk to your refrigerator like a like an adult? Oh, downstairs. Because, because that's what I do. That well, sounds like the worst thing ever. Fortunately, I've only got one floor in my house, so it is nothing for me to walk out of my bedroom, go to the fridge, grab some water, and go back to my bedroom. Have you ever ran into Gil during one of these rendezvous? I have not. No. We, uh, well, no, no, I don't think so. Not that I can recall. Other than, I also just wouldn't want to have to run in. I wouldn't want any small any small talk. Other than the time I walked into his bedroom, thought it was the bathroom. Pardon? I told you all that one. How I was how I slept walk one night and I didn't know I was sleepwalking and I guess I walked into his room. Roush ringing any bells for you? Y'all don't remember this? Seriously? No. I, I mean, I think I remember a sleepwalking story, but I don't know if I remember that you got in. Got like got into his bed. Yeah, no, I didn't get into his bed. I just opened his door, and I didn't know any of this until the next day when he brought it up. He was like, "Do you remember coming into my room last night?" And I was like, "No, sure don't. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not." And he was he just replayed the whole thing, asked me if he could help me, and I was like, "Oh, wrong door." And he said, "I went to the bathroom." So, yeah. Wait, you didn't go to the bathroom in his room. No, no, no. Ooh, okay. Right. That, that is the, those people are the worst. After no. the final four game, I accidentally mistook our hotel room corner of the room for the yep, bathroom. Yep. That's, yep. Uh, I was, I was standing, but I was sleepwalking um, as well. Did somebody catch you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause it, I nearly, we had a buddy sleeping on the floor and I got dangerously close. See, and w- when my, in, when I lived in the fraternity house, um, I've said this before, there's usually like four people sleeping in our room at any given point. And usually it was like somebody who got way overserved. And one night we heard what we thought was something spilling. It was like, no, 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 no. Dude is going right for the, aiming right for the radiator. Oh, like, no. Yeah. Yeah. So Did he was, get it? Probably. I mean, we. I don't think that'd be a good smell if the radiator was on. Yeah. Whatever oh. the, the thing is. We're just lucky he missed the TV. Do you have any he was kids awfully close to the TV. In grade school, put crowns on the radiators? No, but that sounds cool. I think it'd like melt them and yeah, make yeah. colorful things. Yeah. I don't know if I actually ever saw it, but I think it was always like a wise, wise tale talked about. The, um, I will, I will say, uh, uh, we, Duke has been, was very proud of him. We ditched the pull ups, uh, at nighttime, like in the last month or two. First, first post, no pull up accident last night. We just, we got after too much at the horse castle. Got too you know? excited at the horse castle. Yeah, it happens. Um, a lot of fun, though. We've been there. Who hasn't wet the bed after a night at Churchill Downs? <laughs> Couldn't be me. <laughs> text on into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Scoots, are we okay to take our first break? Yeah, sure. Scoots, let me ask you this. Yeah. What are the chances we ever do a, a, a home show again? Uh, They're good. I, yeah, they're they're really good. I, we, had, we were discussing just... 
for the first few weeks. We should probably be here until we get all the kinks worked out because they want to have everything set up for y'all to go home. But that, yeah, that, I, make, that makes sense I to do the first week here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think I don't think it'll take all that long. Uh, Dave was talking to me about it last night, so. Because if there was a day to go from home, boy, was today one I would would have been looking forward to. Well, sorry. late night with the pat. No, it's not. I'm not blaming not blaming anybody. I, I under I understand the the concept of it all. This is it, why TJ should be a coffee drinker at Thorns. Why you should stop in Thorns is my like Friday Ooh. and tomorrow morning on your way up to the Krogue. Perfect, perfect way to start your day. Gosh, I'm so fired up for Saturday. I gotta TJ, go. To- don't don't let the Packers. In the Americans. I'm just telling you, you, I, you I've, I've you, been here before. Well, your Wildcats, they won't let you down. Especially against Florida. If there's one thing in my lifetime I know is a sure thing is when the fo- – well, and, ne- and I've never seen them win. That's another thing. That's a whole other aspect of this. Well, I've but, never seen them beat Kentucky. Roush, we're, we're in big trouble. Well, but here's the thing, TJ, that you've got to consider, okay? I was uh, – yesterday, wrote a post on KSR. It's great stuff. Um what each Kentucky football win over Florida has in common, and a big part of it is they just didn't blow it late. Like they've had leads in the fourth quarter, and they've just ran the ball and gotten stops. I mean, that's I, I understand how all many that. times did they crumble before? They've gotten over that hump, baby. They've gotten over that hump. TJ, I know you think you're the curse, and you might be, and you, we might, I might have to go find you in your seats and escort you out of the stadium in the third quarter. But they've gotten over that hump, and. And here's the other part of this, too, TJ. Kentucky's just a better football team. They haven't had to prove it against another one, but this is the better football team is the Wildcats. If they don't beat themselves, they're going to beat Florida. Love it. I totally agree with everything that you're saying. I, you just, I, are you, you're I just felt, worried you're I a cat. felt great about this game up until I saw the Ryder Cup this morning. If it was just Green Bay, I'd be like, okay, I don't love that. Um, but that yeah, happens. But you'll like, have you'll have mix and match weekends with your sports teams. It happens all the time. But sometimes it's just the build up to it. I've been looking forward to this bad boy of a weekend for a long time. Really, I have. I love the Ryder Cup. I hate that it starts at one freaking a.m. or one thirty a.m. and especially a night that Green Bay plays until like eleven thirty, and also have to do a radio show and then go into the office. But. I've been pumped about this, and it's just been off to the most bird poop well, on your face start. But TJ, think about it out loud for a second. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta think about it. Packers were underdogs. Americans were underdogs. When was the last time the Americans had won on European soil? Uh, Ninety-three or whatever year it was. Yeah, but uh, so when was the last time Kentucky? And beat also, Florida? L- l- Americans weren't the necessarily underdog. Because if you couldn't take the tie into consideration, they were the favorites. Yeah, no, but that's just wild. It was, you know, they were basically the, even money. I wouldn't call them underdogs. And I think that's also. But you make a good the, point the, about them not winning the, there since. The, the books have to, like, they got to adjust the American books. You know, like, how many people are betting on Europe over here? That's true. I wonder what it is now. I'm sure we could probably look that up. Oh, yeah. And we could bet it if we wanted to. We could. Uh, we could. I did bet uh, Justin Thomas. And Jordan Speed to win their match, but that was more of just a homer pick. I don't think they're going to win. Is it close, at least? I don't know. This USA coverage is horrible. They've got the meters on there, which is really ticking me off. They, shoot, they show the yards, too, but, you know, don't waste my time. And they never show the scores. They never show what's going on. Yeah, well, it's And I haven't of, seen one ancient Roman ruin on this course at all. They just keep showing, like, it just says, one up, one up, one up. Well, what does that mean? 
like, give me the players. I was told a par, our par three was in the Coliseum, and it hasn't happened yet. So, bummed about that. All right, we'll take a, a, a commercial break. We'll talk more about Kentucky versus the Gators. We may have some basketball news. Uh, actually, I do. I've got some stuff about basketball to talk about, and we'll it'll be a text-heavy day. We're going to get our picks of the week in hour number two. It's going to be a fun Friday Kentucky roll call, even though everything's Ooh, Thomas and Spieth just evened it up. There you go. We'll be right back. Roll call. You had you had wives and girlfriends thinking things similar to what their husbands and boyfriends were thinking. It was just so it was it was weird. You had butt cleavage. Too much butt cleavage. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Number one point. But Cleveland one, Sports Show. 1450 AM. It does. That was a hearty laugh. Oh, man. Welcome back. Uh, I am going to be having the Ryder Cup on throughout this entire radio show, but I will still be focused on doing award winning radio. Roush, I do want to bring up the Croatian sensation. I know everybody just like exhales, like, man, what's going on with that situation? You know anything? Oh no, I just think if you're holding out hope, it's wishful thinking. Because it's almost getting to the point where it's like practice has started, yeah. and and I'm I was the person that's probably more than anybody else I've seen on on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it that's been like advocating for hey, worst case scenario, why can't you do mid-year enrollee what what's the harm in that why couldn't he do that and as it turns out if you haven't been up to date he supposedly can get like a a six-week session or semester a second half of the first semester class credit it's like a thing now which makes sense like why wouldn't you have like if you're a school and you can make rules to help your athletics why wouldn't you try to do everything you can Uh But I, I don't know how that stuff works. I, I'm just talking out my butt with, with most of this stuff, but really no different than any other day on the radio. That being said, he like supposedly as long as he passes this test, he can get in. It's not a, a concern about it being too late from an academic standpoint. And I have been the biggest proponent about like why not mid-year enrollee. But the realistic expectation, Roush, would be even if he did come in and let's say that Bradshaw and Uganda couldn't go at the start of the year, you would still probably be playing Trey Mitchell at the five until like middle of December. Let's say that you got the Croatian sensation in, in a week, then it's going to take him a while. Like, you know, it's not, I'm not going to do a, like a, you know, a shade and sharp. Oh, he, you you don't want to throw him into the game of basketball. What would he ever do? He's not ready for it. Well, why don't you put him out there and we can be the judge if he's ready for it or not. And worst case, if he's not, you can just take him out. And who was it? Jarnell Stokes at Tennessee that they were like, folks, he's never tied his own shoes he before. Can't. He doesn't know how to stretch. And it's basketball. These kids have been playing it for a really, really long time. They can get out there and they can sink and they can stink, but you can always just take them out of the game if that happens. And that would still apply to 
to Zanamir Ivacic. Is that correct pronunciation? Sure. Close enough. I think that's right. I usually just say. But it's going to take, like, realistic expectation would be don't expect him in that Champions Classic game. And then once the games start getting better in late November and December, maybe you could see a little something from him. But it doesn't really plug the five center hole, which regret my phrasing on that almost instantly. Yep, yep, you should. But, um, like, really, you were like, all right, good. You know, if these guys are hurt, we're going to have a body and it's going to be nice. And that's good. Yeah, maybe. Again, you can throw them out there. In worst case scenario, you can put them back on the bench. But I, I think that would probably be what you'd need to do. He's going to take some time to figure this stuff out, which case leads you to Trey Mitchell probably playing your five, which, folks, I don't hate at all. I actually am okay with that. I want to see how it works. I don't know what UK is going to do against Hunter Dickinson. He's going to score almost every possession. But that being said, goofy baby giraffe deer legs, Hunter Dickinson guarding Trey Mitchell out on the perimeter is going to be a good time too. So he's just going to clothesline him and foul him every time because Hunter Dickinson doesn't know how to play defense. That being said, I was fine with him coming to UK because he's really, really good offensively. And he's probably going to feast on Kentucky. But it, it can be more than one guy sometimes. So I just, the silence, I understand. You got to wait for the test results. But it's getting to a point where it's like you're, you really aren't going to be able to count on him in November. And I mean, that pushes into December. You know, each week this stuff goes on. I don't think you were going to count on him either way. That's a whole other I mean, aspect like, like of this. Mitchell Maybe was, you were never going to count on him anyways. Yeah, like, yes, you would want him there. Like, if he's, he's probably going to be healthier than the other seven-footers. But he would. I think he'd be coming off the bench no matter what. Like, how many, how many Euros did we see come over here and kick ass, for the lack of a better term? There's a dude for Gonzaga. Um, there's that, been a, there's been probably more than you think. Well, like I remember the guy from Gonzaga, he he was fine for a year, and then he went to go play Europe. He was the guy before Timmy. Um, he actually went back to Croatia. But but my, my overall, not, you're not not Kelly Olenek. No no no. There was uh, another guy who was all American. And Scoots, you might have remembered his name, but I, Adam Morrison. No no. <laughs> That's the only one I could think of. That's the a only other Gonzaga Croatian. You can't. Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. He looked like. Yeah. He looks like a bad guy in like a Bond movie. Right. I say this politely. He kind of looked like an ogre. Yeah. And he was, but he was very good. He was awesome. My overall point, Cats almost though, had to play against him like the, in the tournament, maybe for a national championship. I just, I just think everybody's like getting like NBA draft uh, potential conflated with actual talent that can contribute right away. Like that's just not. They're, yeah, but they're going to let the, the cake was going to have to bake. He's a guy that you think, at a minimum, at his size, yeah. could at least impact shots. Yes, and yes. he can spread the floor and shoot. Like rims are Correct. the same wherever you Correct. play basketball, unless it's a Louisville Metro Park, in which case it's a double rim. And I just get the heck out of here. Not all of them, though. The more I drive around, the more I see non-double they've, rims. They've renovated nice. a lot of uh, basketball courts. Like I know the Wyandotte ones. Uh, been done up real nice. I think they're getting ready to redo the Iroquois Park one as well, where it's back to single rims. It's great. Sorry to interrupt. I've got the name. Yeah, hit me. Karnuski. No, I wouldn't even. I was thinking about a different one too. But yeah, there was Karn Karn uh, Karnowski that took him to Are, the final four. Are you thinking four. of Tilly? No, not Tilly. Karnuski was from Poland. He was the huge guy that we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Bam Adebayo was going to have to guard him if UK didn't get cheated out of a game by John Higgins and mm -hmm. 
my personal opinion. That's true. Um, wow, I didn't realize they only had uh, twelve uh, All Americans. But he was he played with uh, I think he played with Rui Hachimura, but they had a big guy. Yeah, I'm going to struggle. And there's that. talking about Gonzaga's 2017 basketball roster really, portion of really our Friday really got derailed session. by trying to... One of my favorite Friday traditions. Trying to figure out a name. Every was, radio show. That was... All right, well, that, that, was, that was my basketball take. It's just like, you know, every week this goes on... It was Petrushev. Petrushev. Philip Petrushev. Remember him? No. 11. Average 17 and a half and 18 a game. No, but I, I definitely think you're thinking of Karnuski, and now you're just skirting. Because no, Karnuski was bigger than that dude that you're talking about. Yeah, he was bigger and wider. This guy was 6'11", 235. He was just like... This guy was 7'1". This is the guy you were thinking of. Karnofsky was like 300 pounds. Petrushev was like... He played like how uh, our guys, Vonimir, plays. Facing the, the basket, skinny guy. This is the extension on our Gonzaga 2017 basketball roster. Our, our second 19. favorite tradition behind like the, the like original segment that we do each and every week. Text on into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Scoot, should we read some text? I think we probably should, yeah. Should we? Uh, maybe we should do the Justin Kalen minute. What's that mean? Oh, it's our favorite segment that we do <laughs> every Friday. I'm not familiar with the Justin Kalen minute. It's, it's your one minute. You say and do whatever is on your mind. I cooked dinner last night. That was big. What'd you make? Uh, chili dogs. Chili dogs and some tater rounds. It was it was nice. Gil had to work till 8, and he, he does majority of the cooking. Granted, I don't eat a lot of his cooking, but sometimes if he like makes a pizza, I'll take a... I'll take a piece of it from time to time. So I texted him last night. He Every Thursday, he has to work from 11 to 8 instead of his normal 9 to 5 or whatever it is. So texted him last night. I was like, don't worry about picking anything up for dinner. I'm making some chili dogs tonight. So I, I grilled some chili dogs on my grill inside, cooked up some chili, threw some cheese and jalapenos on it. Mm, it's a good dinner. Oh, did you make the chili too? I did. Well, I dumped it out of the can and heated it up exactly. over the stove. <laughs> Well, um, you really went with a well-rounded meal there. Scoots, yeah, it's great cooking. It was a great meal. Do you and not have an outside grill? No, no, we don't. Do but we need to get? Do we need to get you one? That'd be a good birthday present. I, I have always wanted the only grill that I would want for outside would be um, what a, a Blackstone. That's, Dude, you that's can't, the only you thing. You cannot I would handle want. a Blackstone. <laughs> yes, you I could. No, you cannot. The guy made chili dogs last Dude, night. Come on, give him some credit. You know how much goes into maintaining those scoots? Yeah, all you have to do is clean it after you're done. Oh That's my god! It. No, it's not. They're not low maintenance. Roush, they're low maintenance, man. <laughs> no, it's not. Scoots, the most scoots would kill it on a black. They're stone. the most high maintenance things I've ever. You all gotta right. season it. You gotta oil it. All right, like, forget you, Roush. I'll still. I'll just cook on my you, one inside. Somebody you know get to, somebody get scoots a black. Stone. Do you know how to? Do you know how cast iron skillets work? No. It, well, exactly. Like that. That that's what it is. It's but, a giant cast iron skillet. Yeah, but you're you're talking like I'm not intelligent and couldn't figure it out. <laughs> I know, but I you, could figure it out. Scoots, you're the laziest when it comes what? to making Whoa. food. You're the laziest. You you. Like, that's uh, no, Roush. Let me stop you there. That's untrue. I'm not lazy when it comes to making food. I'm lazy when it comes to going to the grocery store and getting said food. Oh, oh, fair enough. Fair enough. But like. If you just got like a hundred dollar gas grill, it would be like you could do all the grilling that you wanted to do without all the maintenance that comes with it. See, I I don't I don't feel the need to have an outside grill because my one inside, my Gotham Steel one, does great. I just inside. so it, does it have grates or is it like a foreman? Yeah, no, it has grates. It's it's one of those gold ones. You you've seen them, the Gotham Steel ones. 
No, I, 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 uh, I gotta, don't think I have. I, gotta Google. I, I cook everything on those. Hot dogs, hamburgers. I, I've never done a steak on it, but I don't eat a whole lot of steak at home. So Yeah, fair enough. I, 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 know. I, I see what you're talking about. Yeah, it's basically just a foreman grill. Yeah, for sure. Is but it it's just, easy. To, it's super easy to clean, which I love that about it. Well, that sounds that sounds nice. And this was a scoots minute. See, and two minutes. Knew here we we're gonna get to. Get, y'all gave me an extra minute. Thank you. That was great. <laughs> One of our favorite Friday segments. <laughs> a texter on the Thornton's text line says the Schumer amendment sets up a disclosure committee to look at everything and come up with a plan to release it to us. Also gives private defense companies time period where they can hand over what they have without being in trouble. I can't do aliens today. Yeah, sorry. Too much. Thank you for explaining. I asked for that. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, I was totally into aliens. I can't do it today because I'm just in a sports. I'm in a bad place. Well, we're going to get you back into a good place. Uh, UK Hall of Fame weekend. The Hall of Famers are getting inducted uh, this evening. Well, that's great. Who are some of the notables? Well, I'm sure you've heard of them before. Uh, all of them, probably. I No, I never he- heard of all of them. Just give me the big names. Just right now, the big name. Uh, right this very second, the Kenan big name. Kenan Burton? I think you're right about that. I remember that being the case. Actually, no, it was Christian Alt was the one. Freddie's been lobbying for a long time to get him in. Finally got him in. Rondo was the other big name. Uh, that is that a big recognize. name. Uh, so, yeah. And when supposedly when he's going to be in town, he's just going to join the staff and he's never leaving. That was weird. Can we just talk about that first? Like, that was weird. It's like, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be on the staff and he's gonna try to be a coach. And it's like, well, I think that was Jack Scoop, right? Or was yeah. it Graf's? Whoever Scoop it was, I, I this is my guess. Have not heard this, so I could definitely be a hundred percent wrong about this. But just my opinion from being in the biz, Roush, mm-hmm. is I think somebody like Orlando Antigua just flat out said, like, yeah, Rondo said that he's gonna join us next year. And if you're Jack, you. Like, yeah, you got to run. Yeah, like it. that's yeah. that's cool. I yeah. need to mention that. Yeah, and I'm sure who again. This is just how I think it played out. Being in situations like this, where it's like somebody that is so in the know that it's like if they tell you this, what else are you supposed to think? Like even you could be skeptical about it, but you still probably need to get it out there because it's such a wild thing if it were to be true. And I think Rondo was quite literally taking classes or planning on taking classes, so it it checked out where it would make sense. But it always seemed kind of like, what? Why? Right, like you can. Like, is, why have? Is he, why is, go back to school? Is he just bored? To coach? Yeah, you know, is like because you could be an assistant in a variety of levels without doing all of that rigmarole. So, um, but either way, cool to have him back. Favorite Rajon Rondo memory? Oh, there's a lot of them. Um, I, I mean, just his overall like tenacity. Which, by the way, not to change the subject, but DeAndre Liggins liked one of my comments. You see that? Pretty cool. Somebody made an awesome DeAndre Liggins college highlight tape, which is just was, like was it YouTube Dan? I don't know who it was, but whoever it was probably if it's if it's a YouTube compilation of Kentucky, it's probably Daniel Hager. He's he's grinding. Well, the tape. but I, don't, I think it was like on Instagram or something like that. It could have been. It no. it I think it was like one of those like hoops to the scoops or OTV hoops. Yeah, OTV hoops, hoops. to the scoops. <laughs> They're always fun names. Nothing but net, you know, stuff like that. But gosh, DeAndre Liggins was so good. So good defensively. So hit clutch shots offensively that he doesn't get enough credit for. He was the uh, man. North Carolina lead eight. That being said, uh, no. Rajon Rondo was kind of similar in terms of like he didn't have to score to be a clutch player. You know, he would make clutch defensive stops or steals. 
But I think I always default to the banked in three. It's just probably the one that's that against South Carolina. South Carolina. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's where everybody it was just goes such to. like a no, no, no. Yeah, Rajon. And yeah. Uh, it was earlier. Did you notice too, uh, John Wall's game winner against Miami of Ohio was from a similar spot on the court. It wasn't as deep. Well, his, was an, was, his the, was an elbow. Yeah, but yeah. it was it, it had similar where they had to start from one uh-huh. end, take it the length of the court, and then hit the shot. And I believe Wall banked his in too. If I'm no, right. he switched his. Okay. but um, but I it, there was it was also kind of like they're going too fast. Like this is going to be a horrible shot. But then they go in, and you're like, oh sweet, that's right. awesome. And then actually, UK fouled the ever loving belief out of was it Miami Ohio. I'm pretty sure. Uh, it was that was the team they played. Yeah, yeah. They they like got a half court shot off. You know, there's like one point. There's half one point five seconds left after he made the shot. They threw it to half court, and we just drilled the dude. And Miami Ohio's coach. That's when he had like the legendary. It's the big blue. What are you gonna do? He had that really unique voice, and now I forget his name. And he since passed, but he was a he was a character. I and I watched that, that game during hazing week at uh, in the fraternity. Fun and, week. That's uh, what they call it. And no, it was hazing week. We got in big trouble for it. Um, <laughs> but one of one of like the older members was like pulled me aside and was like, "Hey, let's watch the cats together." I was like, "Oh hell yeah, let's do it." Um, it was a good game too. I have something unrelated that I would like to address on air. That sounds like a very enlightening story, and I want to see the tape on this because um, I think a local news person got Ron Burgundy, Charlie Coles, by the way, RIP. Oh, yeah. A local one? Yes. Uh, Myra Ansari. She works for Wave 3. Uh, respectfully, if not familiar. Uh, she, she she does a lot of anchoring for them. Uh, she uh, had a six-tweet-long apology. Something that happened on the 3 p.m. news a week ago, which is very bizarre that this apology is coming a week later. This happened on September 22nd. Oh, I, I remember exactly where I was during this broadcast. Something horrible happened on our newscast while I was anchoring. First, I want to personally apologize to those who were hurt. Oh, I did see this, actually. Yeah. That was wild. I want to hear the explanation. It goes, secondly, thank you to those who have shown me love and support. I truly appreciate you. Suicide is not a joke. Uh-oh. Where's this going? I, I talk about it through my podcast, trying to make it personal. So when my producer intentionally wrote terrible things about suicide and made light of it i was floored i had no idea it was in the prompter that is why i was so confused i wish that had never happened um honestly embarrassed i would never joke about something like that i was disturbed that i was set up like this by a co-worker what what i need it i want to know more so i don't even know if i want to like play the clip because it's like that bad like it it, it is it really it oh is yeah that bad. i've seen it once you started i was like do i interrupt and like set the premise of what the clip was before we read the apology but you were rolling so just i was like let him finish and yeah no it was horrible it was like it's just like life's not that bad there's other options and like it's it's really i kind of forget the exact wording of it so i'm not really so, doing it justice but it was just like it went TikTok viral, like, big oh, time. Really? Oh, yeah. Because oh, it was just like, it, it, and people were like, this has to be fake. It's so, like, cringy. What, why would the, what would make the producer do that? I guess the producer didn't like her, potentially. But that being said, you still have to say the words. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I get that you could, like, get into a sentence, and I misspeak frequently. Uh, but you're, like, I, I, I think at one point, you have to process in your brain before it comes out your mouth. And. Oh, man. She, she got pe- Ron Burgundy. Mis- mistakes happen. Hopefully she learns from it. And that producer, you know, they'll have to, I'm sure he's probably not there anymore, but if he is, they'll have to deal with that and handle that. 
but I still feel like hey, you were the ones who said those right, words. Right, right, right. That's <sighs> wild. That I, I didn't. I will always wonder like what what the follow up with that was, but it was only about a week ago, so that makes sense. But yeah, it was a wild, wild. I, I, I thought about playing the video, but it's, you know, suicide is pretty serious, so we yeah. should not. But crazy stuff on local news. Is it break time in the it's big city? It's break time. Okay. Uh, but we got more crazy stuff. Kentucky Football Florida preview. Hour number two and our picks coming up next on Kentucky Roll Call. Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family! Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is! With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Alright, finally we have some red on the board for the first time in the 2023 Ryder Cup. JT hits a big putt. The Americans go up one in that. Tied in another match. Down one in two other ones, although maybe down two in one because Fitzpatrick, old dorky Fitzpatrick, just hit a big putt. With a pin in, too. Yeah, and he knew he was good the whole way. I actually like Fitzpatrick. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Bro, yeah. Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, I'm TJ Walker, Friday edition of the show. Big Man. weekend for UK Athletics, big recruiting yes. weekend as well. Oh, yeah. There's, there's so much going on in Lexington. I really wish I could find some fried or some sort of form of gator somewhere at a tailgate. If you're going to have gator at your tailgate and you want me to eat your food for free, just let me know. But I'm pumped, Roush, even with uh, everything else going on in sports. It's going to be an awesome atmosphere. Remember to check to see which side of the stadium you're sitting on, whether to wear blue or white. If you need a white shirt, we've got Kentucky Roll Call shirts. A few people reached out to me on Twitter about it, and uh, I'll have a couple at the tailgate. Yep, somebody is, else uh, lives in Louisville. I think I'm going to go drop it off a little bit later. Right over there by gate, uh, what's it called? Four? Yeah, I always get the gate wrong. Front I left sit corner. in section three. I think it's gate four. Yeah, it's the front left corner facing the stadium from Nicholasville Road. Yeah, but it's it's going to be awesome, and it's gonna probably going to have trouble going to sleep tonight. Roush does help that there's going to be that U of L game. Yeah, yeah, that'll be. Um, I think I'm, we're going to be cheering for points too in that one. Oh, you're going to get get the over. Yeah, interesting. They did it pretty quickly the other night. Curie, I, I had much higher hopes for NC State quarterback Brennan Armstrong, transfer from Virginia. Um, he's reunited with his offensive coordinator from Virginia two years ago. Uh, Robert and I, they tore it up. Not tearing it up this year offensively. Um, I still think they're only they're three and one, but um, been bad against the spread. And I believe they're six point favorites. Who? NC State? Is NC State? No, they're three point dogs. Ooh. Three and a half point dogs. So everybody's drinking the Louisville Kool Aid. They are. I think that'll be a close game, though. I think it'll go down to the wire. Yeah, maybe. Any if people who think that like Jack Plummer against Boston College is the Jack Plummer we're going to see all the time are just. I've never watched Jack Palmer play football before. Yeah. But it's it's not – he didn't turn a corner all of a sudden. Like, it's Boston College. It's going gonna to come back down to earth soon. Soon enough. 
I think the lack of sleep is catching up on me. I'm yeah, having saw, a, a, yawning, a, yawn, a yawning attack over here. You had here. a yawn attack. It's, it's all just, good. It's just your radio content, really. Why don't you really stop being boring, so boring? Boring you to sleep. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it happens. No, I love the board this week from a gambling standpoint. Um, almost like like it too much, which usually probably means I'm gonna not have a great weekend. But now it's just the issue of narrowing it down to three. Had a perfect three and zero last week. No big deal. And uh, but we'll get to those picks a little bit later. Do you want to get to the text line? We can talk more football. Uh, we can. Let's read. Let's read a couple texts that'll probably get us have day two of John Calipari's jacket conversation. Yep, good on uh, the jacket conversation. The amendment mentions non-human intelligence over and over again. A bunch of senators have been told what is going on, but can't tell us classified info. Wild. Why Why can't they? I want to know why they can't tell us. Why is it classified? Would we be too dumb to be able to figure it out? Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah, it's probably true. We are, but we, we are still, pretty dumb. That I still, you know, I don't need government playing mommy and daddy. I can know the alien info. Unless it's like the Raiders or the Indiana Jones where that girl learns all the info and then her like head explodes. Did you ever see that one? Uh, I think it's the only Indiana Jones movie I've seen. Oh, the really bad one? Yeah. yeah. Is that the really bad yeah, one? That's, that's the worst one. Where she's like, ah! Yeah, yeah that, that's a, yeah, that one was very bad. That was horrible. I can confirm. Yeah. It made me be like, yeah, I made a good call. You, Never you need seen to watch the, uh, the one with Sean Connery. That one's great. They're finding the, the Holy Grail. That's a fun adventure movie. Do they find it? Find out. <laughs> I made over 300 this year just by selling watermelons at the end of my driveway. Good old honest people out here in rural areas. Three hundred thousand dollars. That gives you faith. That gives you faith in humanity and good old fashioned Commonwealth of Kentucky. Because I see that stuff all over, and that's good to hear. I've always my brother lives on like an acre of land. Pumpkins are super easy to grow. I don't know if watermelons are or not, but I know other people. My dad, yeah, I'm pretty sure they lots are. Lots of space and lots of water. My dad grows watermelons, tomatoes, all this stuff. He's got like a river property that he rents out and Airbnbs and bees and stuff like that. But he has a garden there. But every year it just floods and the garden's gone. And then he'll just make a new garden each year and plant the same stuff. It's pretty impressive. So like, He's but, got a great green thumb that I definitely did not inherit. But what does he do with them once he like uh, he- throws them at boats passing by on the river? <laughs> no, I don't it, uh, go, goes to com- comedy shows and throws them at the people. Uh, I I don't know. He eats them. He but, gives but them away. Like the, but he, the flooding doesn't happen until after the he picks. Yeah, it's in the winter. The flood season's like January and February. Oh, that's actually he's probably great for the soil. He, they grow. It's crazy. He do, It's it's unbelievable how quickly he gets that stuff up. He used to grow grapes or tried to grow grapes. He's tried to grow it all before. Legally. Hey, the Bob Lazar doc. OB Netflix explains how they reverse engineer stuff. Uh, I probably won't remember that and probably yeah. won't get around to it, but I am curious about that stuff. So if aliens are, I mean, I guess we have to expect if we're going to talk aliens, people are going to bring up aliens. So sure. if aliens are a real thing all of a sudden, how long till all the other conspiracy theories come true? Really does make you wonder. Makes you think. Well, uh, to bring it back to stuff that is more concrete, all of the crazy stuff like the CIA and Hoover did in mid-20th century that like we didn't know about until 30 years later. I mean, yeah, they're good at keeping things undercover so that the masses don't panic. I think that's their, their thought process. Is it fair or not? No, but um, you know, that's how they, what are we how they operate. Go to the store and steal all the toilet paper? Uh, yeah, and buy all the milk. 
people forget. Corey sounds like he's in a time machine, blurry and distorted with alien sounds. Good fit, an alien episode, though. We were just going along with the theme. Now, it, 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 when Scoots tried to turn him up, it did definitely kind of distort the audio a little bit. But again, we're figuring this stuff out. And uh, I, you could you could make him out, I think, enough at least. I hope it. I hope. You can make out with Corey? I don't know if he wants to. Make out his audio. People want to make out with him. You know? Texter says, in-game betting is fun. Yeah, I haven't really like gone bet crazy. I did bet my my Saturday college football card, so that was obviously several units. But I haven't really like gone wild with live betting. Yeah, yeah. I maybe maybe it's a slow leak though. Before I just you know have for a me, college football Saturday. For where me, can, it'll be enough though, because that's the ones that usually it's like college football Saturday. Like I'm kind of drained from it. I wake up and I'm like. About 30 minutes before, I'm like, ooh, I like this game. I like this game, but I never had the time to drive across Indiana. I might hit up Scoots. Well, now, Scoots, no more hitting you up on Sunday mornings. You won't have to hear from me at all. Thank God. That's why I told you that yesterday. Man, I'm so excited to not place bets for you anymore. <laughs> so, wow. glad, so glad you grew up. You never placed a bet for me. You never asked me to. That's not true. I did. Every time you were like, I'm at the hotel. Oh. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if, if I'm over in Kentucky, there's nothing I can do about it. <laughs> <I> do. <laughs> Roush just always got me at the good time. Yeah, and it would usually be like uh, a morning where I'd be like, oh, yeah, I don't think he's working right now. Not time to clean those beds just yet. I'd just drive over the old bridge, but uh, glad I don't have to do do that anymore. Come on, JT. But I, I think during a UK football and basketball games, that's when I'm most nervous that I'll be like, darn it, the Cats aren't playing well, but trust me, they're going to get their bleep together, and I like, keep going live on bets <laughs> and I'll just get, I'll, I'll get, get burnt. burnt. Yeah. That's what I think I was doing that in Colorado during the UK Arkansas game, but the opposite where I was oh, like, yeah, we, who didn't, what guard was out that game? Uh, it, Reeves K, was, Case, in. was it case and Wallace. Yeah, no case. And it was Wallace. like Antonio. I was like, Reeves and Kentucky is off. on fire right now, but this won't keep up. And in <laughs> Colorado, I think live betting was legal. And I, I lost a decent amount of money on that game, but I was very happy with the win at Arkansas. I thought that that could be the turning point in the season, but ended up not being, unfortunately. Uh, we got a couple of, uh, I just wanted to mention, because uh, we might not get to all of them uh, on our pick section, but what do you think about the big SEC games this weekend? I love them. Um, no, I, uh, no Connor Wegman in the Texas A&M Arkansas game? Yeah, I, I, you know, I feel like I'm going to give away picks if, but we're going to have to – we need to talk about You're going to narrow them down at, I, at some point. I, I'm shocked that a and M still a touchdown favorite on the road. I know Arkansas has been a little underwhelming, but well, that seems like a, a great opportunity for Arkansas to get the win. I like the money line there. Yeah, but the one thing you got to consider uh, in this series, TJ, I think since it resumed, uh, Arkansas has only won once, and they've all been one-score games. Like Every single game's close, and they just lose every time. So like there's, yeah, but there's, they could they could cover six points is a lot of points. True for a close and, series, and you got Max Johnson uh, in the game. That that has been a very odd series. Georgia could pound Auburn, but I think they'll toy with their food and Georgia probably win by like twenty one. They haven't covered this year. Oh really? Yeah, I think they cover against Auburn, but it'll be it's too it, close for me to care. It to opened bet. at seventeen so and a half. I'm going to stay away. Yeah, I think they'll win by about 17-21 in that ballpark. I think they cover, but I don't. I think that's just going to be a boring football game. I don't yeah, think you'll get yeah, a lot you're out right. of it. By the way, what do you think the UK-Georgia spread is? Well, I, seen I've it? seen it in oh, two, right, two right, different then, places. Right, I know Scoots, what, what do you think it is? Unless you've seen it, too. Uh, 13 and a half. Way off. 
Not even that. Close. That takes a huge well, hit uh, to your line guessing credibility. Here's Man. the thing, too. Scoot, you normally are right on the money. I am, yeah. If you look at advanced analytics, it says it should be a 14 point spread. Fanduel or Fanduel was 23 and a half. There you or, go, Scoots. And DraftKings was 21 and a half in the look ahead line. So I've already sprinkled on the look ahead line, and I'm probably I think I might just hammer it today. I've got like a free fifty dollar bet. I'm not feeling confident about a lot of things, so I think I'm gonna hammer that look ahead line. Twenty one and a half. Hmm. I just I'll probably stay away from that game unless it like gets up to twenty four well, or something. It's gonna like open that. for a lot less. Like this look ahead line, you're gonna get it four points less at least. Um, like I, I think the most the max it would be would be seventeen and a half. Um so yeah, I'm 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 fascinated by that one. Kentucky's covered in like five straight games against Florida or Georgia, excuse me, something like that. So uh, those, those two are pretty good at uh, keeping it close. Uh, the other fun fact about this weekend on the SEC slate: Mississippi State. Guess how many touchdowns they've scored against Alabama since 2017? I think you said it yesterday, but like one zero. Yeah, one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Alabama That's just nuts. beats the. Saban, Saban was praising them, though. He said, outside of Texas, this is easily the best group that they've gone up against. Well, I think that was a shot at Lane Kiffin when Lane last week. You know, like, well, what we finally Lane? got a cha- uh, a challenge this week sort of deal. Oh, oh gotcha. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it is – Mississippi State is weird, though, because last week they just decided at South Carolina, hey, maybe let's go back to throwing the ball all the time. And Will Rogers had like 400 passing yards. They went from not doing it at all to... That's why you wanted Mississippi State earlier in the season. Yep, yep. Yeah, well, we'll still get them. If there's one place I feel confident the Cats play, and it's Starkville, <laughs> <laughs> it's Starkville, Mississippi. Where were... How? What were you doing the last time Kentucky won at Mississippi? I was taking a shower. I was listening on the radio. Was, I, were you, I, what, a junior remember, in high school? Yeah. Uh, I don't think I could n- drive yet. I was a sophomore. Yeah, sophomore yeah. could not drive. I could not drive. Yeah, uh, either. Yeah. yeah, we had this. It was like an old school radio too. It was like you know that thing. Oh, we that had thing one, was well past its lifespan, but you my, could hear Tom Leach on it just crystal clear. My parents had one that like hung up on the shower thing. Oh, those were always cool. Yeah, yeah. I had one, and then my buddy Chuck's bachelor party. I took it for our golf round. I was like, because it would stick. It was really sweet, and then uh, never, never saw it again. I have an incredible. It's not. It's not because of drinking. Oh, no. I have an incredible losing stuff rate on a golf course. It's just because I have too much stuff. Like, yeah. I just have, I, you know, I need you a, a lot of doodads. I need a fanny pack or like a little man purse. A lot of gadgets, a lot of gizmos. I do. I do. A lot of gadgets, a lot of gizmos. Also, I'm like the type of person that will bring like six clubs to the green. So I also will leave some clubs behind from time to time. Just to be clear, though, nothing to do with drinking. It really, I've really done. I'm, I know people think I'm joking about that, but it doesn't. Uh, at, because, like, I don't, you know, when I'm just drinking at the house, I don't, like, misplace my phone or the remote, except for those little smart TV remotes, in which case I misplace they, yeah, yeah, those they're, they're, all the time. Well, what's great, too, is we um, we have all of our... Who's we? You got a mouse in your pocket? But we, For whatever reason, like, I don't know why, but we have three of the same kind of remotes for one TV. So, like, if we lose one, is the other the one's somewhere one? around. Like yeah. the Roku? Well, no, no, no. It's like, uh, well, our Vizio remote for the TV operates the smart TV stuff. Oh, gotcha. So it's like, all right, we've just got a couple of Vizios. If we can't find one, the other one's truly around. And Baby just loves remotes. They will tend like, to love remotes. It's all he wants is remotes. I mean, Fitzpatrick's just not missing putts, and I'm getting, quite frankly, sick of it. I mean, I'm They're three up through four holes on Morikawa and, and Shoffley. Mm-hmm. Why is Shoffley playing golf for the United States of America at this point in time? 
He did uh, win a gold medal. People forget that. Well, that doesn't. That was a long time ago. Though. That doesn't put the Trisket crackers in my stomach, Carl. Uh, Triscuits are gross. Too much, too much cracker. No, they're fine. There's nothing wrong with a Triscuit why, cracker. Why a cracker? TJ, as a fellow Packer, it may be time we accept the Lions own the North. That was bad. Let's get this dub against silly little Napier to ease the pain. Thanks, South Georgia Wildcat. Ugh, you're, you're sadly right. And I'm like learning of all these new Lions fans, but it makes sense because they've never really wanted to show their face before. So, <laughs> and especially oh, maybe the biggest weasel of them all, Mike Rutherford. Oh gosh. No, in all seriousness, I'm happy for Lions fans. Well, they they are like they've got a pretty good foundation, and if they can keep Dan Campbell around, I think they're going to be good for a while. Well, and he, this text I think really reflects it. Sorry for your Packers, TJ, but as a lifelong Lions fans. There are a few things better than winning at Lambeau. Four in a row, baby. The NFC North goes through Motown now. Woo! I mean, doesn't... Sadly the, true. Nothing I can say to I it. Mean, the Lions kind of feel like Kentucky under Mark Stoops, where it's just like there was nothing there for so long. And it's like, oh my gosh, we've got something now. I mean, you're basically the Florida Gators trying to accept reality that like, oh God, if we can't beat the Lions, then like... No, there's a, there's a lot of truth to that. But I do like that we have hopefully... Hopefully... A UK fan listener is that person, not a U of L fan. But like, hopefully, there's somebody that's have. Hopefully, there's a European Lions UK fan out there, and they're just having a great weekend. (laughs) And they're like, "Oh, everything's stacking up for me." (laughs) (laughs) Do do you exist? Could you just imagine, like, you know, when they go to London and everybody dresses up? Like, I'm pretty sure there's always a guy who has like a lion headdress thing on, Uh like that that's over there. Which, um, yeah, ran into a buddy last night at the track who uh, they're going to the Bills-Jags game in London, oh. uh, which is next week weekend. But, yeah, very excited for that. Yeah, that's something that the wife and I totally disagree on frequently is that, like, I would love to go to London and have an NFL game going on there or go to Rome and then have the Ryder Cup going on there. But she, like, doesn't want sports to be involved in vacations. She wants vacations to be vacations. I want vacations to be vacations, but one day is like a sports day yeah. or one evening is like we're going to the game and she'll compromise. She's not, you know, she's, I, she's not a jerk about it, but that's not like I would growing up. That was like our vacations. We'd go to SEC tournaments. We'd go where's right, UK right. playing in the tournament, Chicago, Austin, Texas. You know, we would, we would travel and that was like what our vacations were, but she, she was not raised. that. I, way. um, I, th- okay, for me going to one, like I would want to go to a soccer game as much as anything. What I don't know, whatever it is, whatever's playing, whatever's happening, I would just want to be a part of that atmosphere. Uh, and I, you know, I think going to like an open would be cool too. But for the most part, like I don't need a Kentucky basketball game as an excuse to go overseas. Like, I'm not, I don't like, think I'd have to, but I would. You know, it gives me almost that extra push to be like, let's book it, like mm-hmm. let's do it. You know, at worst, if this vacation goes super south or something, like you'll get to watch the Cats or you'll get to watch the Packers or just any, you know, at, like. Hey, we're in London. The NFL's happening today. You want to go? It'd be fun. Like it'd be fun to watch international people watch football. Well, one of the guys that uh, tailgates with Luckett's crew, like they did, they were doing two weeks in like Italy and Europe, and two of the days were at the Ryder Cup. You know, like that's oh yeah. You mean you're just spending a? Or I think he's actually only going to one day, but like they're in the area for a couple, right? To have the Ryder Cup sprinkled in in Rome along with a big like that—that's a hell of a trip right there, hell of a trip. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Be like a dream trip. Did you see the hotel that's on the tenth green? 
Um, yeah. I think it's like Wyndham Suites or something like that. They did a promotion where they have, they just like built up a pop-up room and it's, it just looks like a real hotel room. It is probably my, like my dream, my dream of dreams to go to the Ryder cup. And then like, I, you know, I, I think there'd probably be some logistics of like, what can you do? Like, and I'm sure it's probably only like a one night thing or something like that. I don't know. I don't know the specifics of it. I'd love, I'd love to know. Like, but also, what would can I go out and then do I get to like walk on the course at night or you know? I'm sure there's some stipulations about that sort of stuff. But yeah, they built up this pop up hotel room and it is incredible. I'm sure you could Google it. If I find any tweets about it, I'll tweet it out. But yeah, it was sweet. Window had the just like window, like the whole room was just windows. Where like one you just see the tenth green, and then I think the other one was like number one or something like that. Pretty pretty sweet. Man, this is just, Americans are getting it put on them right now. Great show, guys. Texter says, always appreciate your work every morning, however. Suck it, TJ. That's four in a row, and it'll be five okay. on Thanksgiving. Man, no Lions. a lot of folks being being real nasty to somebody that's usually pretty humble really, about everything in life. Really throwing dirt on your grave. No, no kidding. Uh, it was a butt kicking, no doubt about it, but don't make me be mean, Lions fans. Um... Mook texts in and says, hey, lay off scoots. I have the same problem. If I have a couple of my nightstands, sometimes I stretch out mid-sleep and knock it off, knock it off the water. Or my three-year-old comes into my room and then tries to drink from big people cup and I get water dumped on my face. Thanks, hold, Mook. Thanks hold, for having my back. On. I'll be I'll be right back. No, oh, no. What's gonna happen here? Oh, I think I think TJ's gonna test Scoots's um coordination and put a cup on his desk right now. I mean, I won't knock it off my desk because I'm not going to sleep. But I wouldn't spill that because it has a lid on it. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you I, I should get have a cup like with that. a lid on it? Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't we bring that up in the first place? Yeah, like just you, having a cup with a lid you on don't, it. You don't have cups with lids? Uh, No. No. No, I don't. Oh, you need, to, you need to upgrade. You don't need, like, the fancy one with the straw that, like, Mr. Sports Stalker has. But, like, cups with lids. Kind of nice. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm an adult, so I don't need a lid for my cup. What do you mean? I, 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 You're an adult that can't have a cup next to your bed, though. So you got because, an issue, buddy. Because I can walk to the fridge. It's no problem. You don't I'm not getting riled up about this again. Oh gosh. Shame on you, move. You know what? I'm going to get riled up about this again. Let's get to a break. Time <laughs> to fight, Scoots. Pull up a pillowcase with bars of soap and. Well, we won't do that. It, but can we? No, no, no. He's no. our buddy. He's our buddy. And he's had too many scooter accidents. We're going to take our last break, come back, one final segment, get to our picks of the week segment, and... Uh, get you ready for the Cats and Gators, baby. I'm pumped up about it. See you later, Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Welcome back. One final segment. Kentucky Roll Call Roll here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1. Why don't you tell everybody how they can listen? How much fun is it to just get in that nice clap with everybody? Because you're already it? promoting other shows while you're still on air. Oh, I can't hit a reap. Re- 
Unbelievable. That's awesome. You're going to be on with McElroy and Kublik? Yeah. Big week. You got to do all the radio hits. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's awesome, too, when you listen to Kentucky Roll Call, whether it's TuneIn app on podcast, podcast working scoots. Uh, yeah. No complaints about the audio quality? Did we? Did you all hear anything from yesterday's show? Did not hear any complaints no, yesterday. I, I turned it on. It sounded fine. Okay. Yeah. It, I mean, it all looks like it's going well over here. So I didn't. T- typically, I will go back and listen to the podcast audio to make sure it all sounds good, especially day one of doing something new. Um, but yeah, if y'all didn't hear any complaints, it, it looks like it's good to go. Nice. So we're glad you're tuned in, walked in, listening. Glad Scoots, we're figuring out the kinks. We want to remind everybody that Big Blue Madness tickets go on sale tonight at 8 p.m. No camp out. No in-person tickets available, but you got to do it online on Ticketmaster. Uh, there's going to be a minimal service fee that you just have to pay through through Ticketmaster to do it that way. So they're not free. They are free, but Ticketmaster's charging you. And so it'll be like, what is it? Like eight bucks probably when it's all said and done. Five bucks when it's all said and done. For a fee. Somewhere in that ballpark. Nothing too terrible. But if you've never been to Big Blue Madness, it's worth it. Uh, uh, a great event if you got kids, too. Keep, yeah. yeah, keep yeah. your expectations in check. The cheerleaders are the best. They put on quite the show. And, but besides that, you, if you're going there to watch good basketball, you will yeah. be very, go, very, go to very disappointed. Yeah. Um, TJ, I remember when you first said you were shadow banned on Twitter. I was like, okay. Like, well, you know, it is harder to find you. Um, so we have a KSR Twitter account that I was going on to check and see if anything's been posted lately. Mm-hmm. And my tweet, quote tweeting you, uh, like it's our show tweet, right? You had something, so I just quote tweeted you. And um, underneath it, it says the following media includes potential sensitive content. Change the setting. Yeah. So, like, if you don't follow TJ, he's technically sensitive content anytime he tweets anything. And it just doesn't show up. I'm banned to Bolivia. You really are. (laughs) For doing nothing. I I didn't do anything. I wonder what it was that you got reported over. Like, Um, and they won't even tell you, like, probably some dork people. First it was the UK journalism school, and now this. <laughs> Where does it end? But I guess I'll just have to be the bad boy in social media, Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> Me just absolutely having a meltdown as the Lions score another touchdown. That's not allowed on Elon Musk's Twitter. It didn't used to be like this. It wasn't, I don't think it was like this under was, the... He was supposed to be more free speech or something like that? Yeah, but they still, like, he openly admits, like, they still are having issues with this. And they're still having to, like, correct algorithms that they can't quite understand. And he's gone, He said several times that, like, it's going to be a while before they even have their full grasp of, like, how to run Twitter, or X now, that they call it. Um, that being said, though, it is... The thing that is the most frustrating is that you just cannot get in touch with anybody to figure out why you did it. And, like, I eventually finally was able to make just some, like, fill out some BS little form. And I did get an email back. It was, like, an automated email. And it just basically confirmed, like, yeah, your content's being, we don't don't censor, but we can, like, turn down the volume on if people see it or not. And they're like, yeah, that's what we've done with you. But they didn't say why. And they didn't say what you can do about it. Um I think they did have like a link to appeal and it was just like appeal question mark. But yeah, I'm, I'm silenced. You know, who's not going to be silenced tomorrow. They say they really want, you know, like in in history, you really like, you know, this should be good for the radio show. People be like, wonder what he's saying. That's so controversial. And really it's just making fart sounds. 
I did do a Twitter audio yesterday. That was fun. I may do that on Saturday at the UK Florida game. Just some like live sounds. But I didn't know you could do that. What is it? You can just like record like you can record a tweet, but it's not spaces. No, it's not spaces. So it's just a tweet, and it's got a button like you like play a GIF. Kind of like whenever you leave the voice memo to like text it's, it. It's like that. Uh, mine yesterday was just booing Matt Lafleur because he deserved it. Yeah, yeah. A uh, texter on the Thornton sex line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty says, "Thanks, Raul, for the pick uh, around." <laughs> Thanks. They, they corrected themselves. Thanks, Roush, for the pick of Western over Middle Tennessee. Won my first live online with that. Yeah, that was a beatdown. Yeah, absolute beatdown. Uh, Scoots, of course, was on middle, even though I told him not to. He's like, well, my free pick guy. I'm like, well, I can be your free pick guy, too. Yeah, I messed up. My bad. All good. All good. It's just 100 miles of hate. We're going to get to our picks here momentarily. Um, should we get more to the Kentucky Florida game? Yeah. I'm, I, I mean, I feel like all week we've kind of laid down what right. it is. It's going to be what can Kentucky's offense do against a really, really tough Florida defense where there's no other way around it, Roush. Florida has a pretty sizable advantage in the trenches on that end of the ball. And then on the flip side, it's much the same. Kentucky's defense has a, a, a sizable advantage in the front line against Florida and I think overall in that matchup as a whole. I think you can make a case that maybe Kentucky's receivers and Devin Leary can really challenge Florida's secondaries in ways that they haven't been challenged this year. But all that, you'd be naive not to bring up the fact that UK's offensive line's in for a long day. And that's my biggest concern on Saturday. I still feel good about it. Uh, Spoiler alert, I'm going to pick the Cats to win. Although I am nervous about all the kind of the momentum and the juju coming into this. But that's what I'm worried about, Roush. I'm worried that UK's offensive line is just going to get blown up. Well, not literally. But. Yeah. So, and and I think that's fair because the biggest critique that we've had of the Kentucky offensive line over the last two years is they just struggled to pick up movement. Like teams were were able to get pressure on Will Levis by just bringing four because the defensive lines would do simple twists and stuff. And Liam Cohen said flat out, like that's the hardest thing to do in football. We have to be ready for it. However, I think about Devin Leary. He's, I think he's a lot better at than Will Levis. Feeling the pressure, evading it. He's been sacked four times, tied for the fewest in the SEC. And the one here, here's something else we haven't really discussed at all this week, TJ. Part of the Kentucky offensive struggles, like we, you know, we just we'll, we'll just use the catch-all sloppy play, right? They're inconsistent. Like part of me, it's like that's kind of probably what they're going to be this year. Like they're just going to make some self-inflicted mistakes. But there is another part of me that's like, we haven't seen the best version of Devin Leary yet. And no, you can make a case not even close to it for a complete game. He's exactly. made some nice throws, but yeah, it's, oh. a, it's a good point. And yeah, and it's usually been like, all right, for a half he's great, or maybe even three quarters. But there might be a couple drives sprinkled in where he's just bit, he's just had, but had some doy doy moments. Well. This, he plays big, big-time players, big-time plays, and big-time games. I know that's a fun, uh, old cliche, but against, I think it's against ranked opponents at home. He's 7-0, 15 touchdowns, one interception in his career. Averaging eight yards per attempt. Like, when the dude is on, he's on. And I, I, I really think that this can be the sort of light bulb comes on game for him. Um He's gotten enough reps under his belt. And I think, too, that like 
Liam Collins is going to just like, hey, we have an opportunity here. I'm going to do. I'm going to put him in the best situation possible to just let him. Let him sling it here. So I'm, I'm excited, and I I, I think if all. You know, if, if they can avoid any catastrophic mistakes, then I, th- I think Devin Leary's going to have his coming out party on Saturday. And everybody around the country will say, oh, yeah, remember in the offseason we talked about how good Devin Leary could be? Th- this is why. I hope you're right. It'd be a great time to do it. I don't know how many times. What was Will Levis's breakout game, would you say? It was the LSU game. You think After that was the when? Game. Yeah, he was awesome in that game. I mean, yeah. he he had some good moments previously. Like he ran over the dude for uh, what, you know Missouri, mm-hmm. um, but like he had he 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 wasn't really on it. That touchdown he threw to Wandale, and then he had the awesome play where he like juked a dude, and then like carried like four LSU players down the field, um, and then they just beat the hell out of LSU, and then Coach O got fired like three weeks later. So I I think I don't think they're gonna fire Billy Napier three weeks later, but I think you could have a similar story play out where it's like wow this is what we've been waiting for without you know there'll probably still be a couple moments where you're like what, what was he doing there what were they doing yeah but I, I think the good will outweigh the bad ultimately love the optimism how much of Leary's big day kind of coming to the scene party do you think relies on also just the receivers not dropping the ball because that's, that's another thing. Maybe we would be saying that like he already had a big game because he's had so many drops already. Yeah. In, in, it's two-way street. I'm not as worried about that because here's the thing, TJ. Receivers are divas, and it doesn't matter. They're humans, too. Getting You're, you're not going to be as fired up for a game against Akron or Ball State or Vanderbilt. They, they weren't as locked in as they should be. Now, will... Being locked in, maybe get him into a little bit of trouble in the first quarter. Yeah, sure. Like there's going to be some like there's going to be some early penalties or something like that. But I, I do think that those guys like did, did I talk about the Dan Key interview earlier this week? Yeah, that. Uh, well, I I don't know if you did or didn't, but I know Florida fans picked up on it. Yeah, because he was uh oh, did they pick up on his like I'm undefeated comment or whatever? Mm-hmm. I was more so just like he uh, seems like he's got a chip on his shoulder. Like, yeah, how did you get over the, the chatter from the last couple of weeks? What chatter? I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Clearly knowing what I'm talking about, but uh, trying to block out the noise, if you will. Um, so I, I think there is, uh, we've got to prove it sort of mentality. And there's also, it, it's also going to be like there for Tavion Robinson. Cause he's been the most consistent of the pass catchers, but he also has only, in his Kentucky career, his Power 5 versus G5 stats are like two different players. It's like uh, averaging 100 receiving yards and a touchdown a game versus like 20 yards uh, against Power 5 opponents. So need him to just like be the guy he's been so far this year against Florida because they, they could be vulnerable covering those slots. So I'm I'm excited. I'm fired up. I, I think things are lining up for Kentucky to, to do well here as long as they don't get in their own way. Love, love it. You make me feel better about the game. I... Can I think Devin Leary's ready. I think he's been super close. Part of it, he's just been off on a couple throws. I haven't loved every decision he made, but you're never going to, realistically, you're never going to love every decision a quarterback makes. That's just impossible. But that being said, part he said he's had to deal with a lot of drops as well, and I do think he's about ready to kind of break through. I do think that's going to happen at some point, Roush. I do just worry about Florida's 
defensive line against UK's offensive line, allowing that to happen. Like giving him enough time where he's just not having to do kind of short throws, check downs. And well, this, I, I do, I think this is going to be a defensive game. And uh, I, that's my biggest concern. And you did, while you got me all pumped up about the offense, and I hope you're right, you didn't necessarily address. Well, can I get you here? I'll address the offensive it directly. Line. Um, do you know where Florida ranks in sacks in the SEC? Yeah, it's so early in the season. I don't really care, but where? 13. Okay. They, There's only 14 teams. Folks. Yes. Um, do you know where they rank in tackles for loss? Probably probably pretty bad, too. I would say 12th. 13th. Do you know where they rank in uh, turnovers created? Oh, I can't take another L this weekend. Uh, 13th. 14th. Now, Nick, <laughs> no! Their only turnover they've created all year is an arm punt from Joe Milton. Like, they, they, they are, even though their defensive line coach is named Coach Chaos, uh, they have not created a lot of havoc. Where, so while the Florida defense has been better at keeping everything in front of them, they're not creating a lot of disruptive plays. Where are they in terms of like rushing yards allowed? Second behind Kentucky. Yeah. Second. Second rush defense. Okay. Kentucky's first in rush defense. In the, that, that's good though. That's yeah. good for Florida. And, but and similarly, like they haven't played teams that are good at running the football. Is Kentucky good at running the football? Many people are wanting to know. I, Ray Davis is a good running back. But they're they're gonna they're gonna eat some one and two yard games, but they'll pop off uh, an explosive. They will, and the crowd you got to take in consideration the crowd as well. Mm-hmm. Two years ago, Florida's offensive line was having a Green Bay Packers moment out there. They could not get anything together. And just one last time, anybody slightly concerned about the environment or the atmosphere, you don't know Kentucky football. It's going to be a zoo. Text around the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Says, John here, good morning, TGIF, my friends. Justin, get you a Blackstone grill or any type of grill. I'll be over to try some grub. Soon, the football cats will be ranked in the top 25 once they beat the trash gators. I will take the cats to win by 10 big ones, my friends, and Mr. Davis will be MVP of the game with 200 yards and two touchdowns. Oh, John, I don't see that happening. Yeah. Well, have a great weekend. <laughs> Got to go. Catch you later. But I love the optimism. Hope you're right. John's stats are always just way inflated. If Davis gets 200 yards, I mean, I guess he didn't say rushing yards. Maybe he just means total yards. He could break off a big pass play, get like 70 on the ground. Maybe, maybe John, but I, I hope you're right. And Scoots, is John invited over to eat? Uh, if I get a Blackstone, yeah, absolutely. But otherwise, no chance in Fred. No chance. Yeah. Left Florida at midnight, heading to Lexington with a couple buddies. Can't wait for the game. Hope to see you guys there. That's Florida Mike. Hey, Florida Mike. Safe travels. Ooh. Safe travels for Mike. Hope at, to catch up with you in Lexington. I don't know what part of Florida you're coming from, but if you left at midnight, I'm sure you're listening to Kentucky Roll Call. Probably you should be pretty close. Tennessee yeah, somewhere? Yeah, maybe close to the Kentucky border. If not, I don't know how much you've been tailing it. I would imagine traffic was too bad in the middle of the night. So you're probably not too far off unless you're coming from the middle of Florida. Ooh, but bad news. If he, Depending on where in Florida he's coming he's from. Tampa. That, ooh, that means he went through Atlanta at 8 or 9 in the morning. That is far from ideal. Well, if he's coming from Tampa, that's probably right. Tampa's a long drive. Yeah, it, it, it certainly is. Um, I just assumed it'd be like Jacksonville, northern Florida area, but I had no reason to assume that. I have no idea. Well, safe travels. A texter says, didn't luck it hammer the Europeans. He's a UK fan, so there's your good mojo. Yeah, I need a European. A European. He's not European. He's well, Oklahoma. I mean, that's the Europe of Louisville. That everybody has been saying. That and now he's moving to Mount Washington, so he's even more. He's moving to Mount Washington. He did uh, last Friday. Wow. And he, he just got internet yesterday, so he's like a 
uh, real life civilian. Well, that's cool. Congrats to Luckett and the family. Uh, we got an injury report yesterday from Mark Stoops, Josh Caddis, and Kenneth Horsey. Do you know what Mark Stoops said about him? No updates. Come on, T. You know what his line is. What do you say? We'll see. Hmm. <laughs> uh, if it was John Calipari, people would be wetting their diapers. Crying forever. Well, but Mark Stoops is just I good old-fashioned Mark Stoops and his we'll see update. I, I love it, too, that, like, it was the haven't seen him that made that made people mad. If he would have just said, we'll see, then, like, people would be like, oh, okay. Or would they? No, or they, were they just no, going to get mad? They were just going to get mad. They were just going to get mad. I also it's, a, love it's a double standard. That. But I'm okay with it. Like, that's fine. I, You know, we'll find out together on Saturday. Why should it be but, different than for, like, football? Like, we've accepted this from football coaches. Like, why is it different? Because basketball plays more games in a week. So, you get more pressing. It's more It's more high it's stake. About a lot the stakes more. are high where it's like, he's missing another game? Okay, three uh, days later, he's missing another game? And it's like, no, three he's days just later, been out for a week. He's missing another game? Yeah. yeah. So, it's like, they do the same stuff. It's just Stoops only really has to do it. Although he probably talks with the media a heck of a lot more than John Calipari does with the week. But the injury stuff, you know, mm-hmm. you only have to find out one Saturday. And then if they play, everybody's happy. They're not going to care that Mark Stoops kind of let them on. And if not, Mark Stoops doesn't care. John Calipari doesn't care. Oh, That's yeah. the thing no, that we got to get through our, our thick skulls. My prediction for the game, guys, Kentucky 6, Florida 31. What do you think? I think you'll be getting a text on Monday morning, pal. Yeah, take it out, you suck it, and you suck it. Suck it. Take it out, you suck it, and you suck it. Imagine thinking this, this Florida team can score. When was the last time a team scored more than 30 points on Kentucky? Guy listens every morning, though, so I still appreciate the listens. But that's when was the last time a team scored that much against Kentucky? It was Tennessee last year who had a out-of-this-world offense, oh. one of the and the cats kind of waved the white flag earlier in that one that we all but care to admit. That, that's been like the one thirty-plus point game since twenty since the COVID season. Mm. So like, this Florida team ain't scoring thirty points. No, you don't think Graham Mertz is going to go in there and just slide it up? Do you know what Graham Mertz's record is when he throws thirty or more passes in a game? One in fifteen. Oh, and eleven. And he has sixteen interceptions and five touchdowns. Make Graham Mertz throw the football. Let's go to our Picks of the Week segment here. Dun, 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 Maybe we'll hear from the Kentucky-Florida game. Dun, 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 yes, Scoots, where's the music? Dun, 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 dun. I forgot. Do we have? We need to get better picks. music. We do need better pick music. Who's in charge of like the productions of this show? Um, It's a great question. Who does the productions? I don't, I the don't duck. know. <laughs> <laughs> the duck that lives out here. Oh, man. We traded in the the cats for a duck. I was listening briefly to the Rutherford show, and Trevor and Mike could not figure out why Chris Christie said Donald Duck. Like they should call you, come debate us. They we or we should call you Donald Duck. And they both were like, I don't get that. They don't know who Donald Duck is. They were like, they they were like, why would they call him Donald Duck? Nobody cares about Donald Duck. They couldn't understand that they've been like ducking the debate. Like, it's a play on words of ducking the debate. Have oh, they play. watched the debate? They Trevor said he saw the highlights. Did you where, wa- did, where did Trevor oh, see the highlights? Debate highlights? Did you watch it? I watched after Survivor. I watched like an hour. So not the whole debate. It was a mess. Whoever was broadcasting that one, they did a horrible job. Because they were cutting off the people's mics, but they weren't stopping them from conversing. Talking. So, so it was, it was like, like, if you're gonna, if they're going to keep talking, if you're not going to have control over the debate, the cutting off the microphones didn't do anything for anybody. 
then just let them talk and let's let us be able to hear it because that's when you get like some of the funniest little quips, if you will. Nikki Haley called uh, Ramaswamy dumb, basically. Uh, she said, I get dumber every time I hear you talk. Oh, that's funny. People are debating whether that was Too appropriate. Far. But those same people, like, you know, Trump would Trump, call yeah, somebody yeah. a like horrible, said, like, horrible name. Your, your father killed Kennedy. They'd be like, it's pretty funny, though. Yeah, all right. And the truth is, kind of funny. And I'm all right with, uh, Nikki Haley. I'm up, all right with Nikki Haley doing it. Um, She's I'm, really aggressive. Not a... Um, I've, I've watched the beginning of Survivor, but was too tired to finish it last night. Just kind of hate all the what? people on it already. Oh, I, I, it's an interesting cast. When did they just start like picking only dorks? It's not only dorks. It's mostly dorks. It's a lot of dorks. I just hate that. Like, and I guess in life everybody has a story, but I just, I, I, I get so sick of like the. Let's just do the reality show. The, Let's do the the soap operas of like people's past and upbringings. It, just, it almost seems like that's their whole point. Is like, who can we get that are like cartoon characters, but they also have an emotional backstory? Right, right, exactly. I just, I just want to see who can li- live on an island the best yeah. for a while. I want to see these people just like go at each other's throats. Yeah, I don't want to see them be friends. Well, the challenge is better. Uh, you know what's better too? Picking winners. Scoots had a challenging week in our picking contest last week. That's Here's true. an updated scoreboard for you after how many weeks? Four weeks yep. since we've been doing this bad boy. Scoots is still your leader. Woo! Seven and five on the year, nine points. However, he is tied with me record-wise. I am seven and five, but I have eight points. Haven't been as good on the locks of the week, but I'm turning it around. A three and zero oh week for me last week. Scoots, I'm coming for you. You're coming. And then bringing up the rear is Nick Roush. He is five, seven, and one. Uh, He's got five points. The two zero oh, and one killed me. That that hook in the Notre Ooh, Dame game. Actually. Just, you can't be five seven and one because that's too many games. It'd be five six and one. I think five six and one is yeah. the accurate part. Yes, my bad. Really, five six and one really busted me last week. But hey, maybe you get over five hundred this week. Dreams do come true. Scoots, you still get to go first for one more week. Woohoo! I'm gonna start things off. I- I'm gonna stay away from Colorado uh, this week, but I'm not gonna stay away from that game over seventy three and a half. That number is way too high. That tells me to take the over. Give me the over in USC, Colorado, 73 and a half. This will be a I do, I mean, I do, I do like that interesting, te- te- interesting test. USC's defense has been criticized so much. This will be their first time to kind of prove that they can stop somebody. Well, that's what I love to hear, Roush, because they're number two in the country in terms of scoring points per game offensively. So I need their defense to struggle to hit this number. Yes, yes. That's really what you're you're relying on, that the USC defense stinks. Breaking, they're going to try to prove that they're not. Breaking news. You need a defense to struggle to have your over hit. Yep. That's how it works. TJ, your first pick? Give me Iowa, given 12.5 versus Michigan State. I think if Iowa can get to 13 points, that bet is going to hit. I think they will. Michigan State's a mess. Oh, what a mess. And what, well, maybe what got Mel Tucker in, in trouble in the first place. But... Uh, yeah, I was going to crush them. I, I imagine that one will be like 24-3. The total's 36.5, but I still think it's too high. I think I'm going to play the under there. But it's not going to be one of my official picks. That belongs to LSU minus 2.5. I just don't. Link Kiffin, I think, has won one game against a raked opponent since he got to uh, Ole Miss. I don't think they're that good. So, yeah, give me the Tigers. Minus 2.5 uh, in the biggest SEC game of the week. Not that you, well, Kentucky, Florida, but not that you asked. I'm actually on Ole Miss there. And I actually thought LSU had turned a corner, but I think Ole Miss is, I just almost take Lane over Brian Kelly, weirdly enough. 
More on and, that game later. And it's and it's uh, at Ole Miss, which will probably you know be similar to UK crowd at Ole Miss last year. LSU is going to have a ton of people there, but I don't know. I think Ole Miss wins it outright. Scooch said more on that game later. How much? How long is later? It is not going to be right now. Oh! I am, I am saving that one for my lock. My next pick, I'm going to take the Cats, minus one and a half. I I just have a belief that they win this game. As if this day couldn't get any worse. (laughs) All right. Uh, I I agree with that pick. I've agreed with both your picks, Scooch, so you may be doomed, buddy. Oh, boy. I like Utah, plus four and a half versus Oregon State. I'm just – this really goes against my picking formula and my picking theories, the, the way that my brain works with games. This is a huge home game for Oregon State. They don't have much to live for moving forward with since they got abandoned in the leftover Pac-12. This will be an absolute rowdy atmosphere. But I just think Utah's better. I'm not a DJ Ugalela fan. And I think Utah just beats them outright again. But give me the four and a half just in case they lose by a field goal. So Utah plus four and a half at Oregon State. Uh, Let's go to Pac-12 after dark. Little late night action out on the West Coast. Washington is just beating the bejesus out of everybody. Give me the Huskies minus twenty. What the hell's going on with this music? It's money, know. money, money. Oh, if we have any Gloria stuff on? Nope. This is Abba. Abba. What's the line on the Washington game? Minus twenty. Who are they playing? Arizona. Okay. A lot of points. Uh, Three touchdowns. Washington's been running it up. Old. Keep keep on running. What's the Penix? What's this for Michael Penix? Michael Penix. Yep. Yeah, he's in the Heisman conversation. He's number one right now. So yeah. much better ever since he left Indiana. It's almost True. like that's how things work. Oh, because he stayed. State, you get better because he stayed healthy. Has has been his his big deal. Okay, Scoots, let's lock it up. Lock of the week. It'd be cool if you had like dramatic music. Here. All right, I am going to stay with Nick Roush here. I really like LSU minus two and a half this week. I think they cover that. At worst, it's going to be a three-point win. So Man, that yeah. has me. So now I have money on Ole Miss, quite literally, and both of you all will lose out on points if Ole Miss covers. Man, I'm on the lane train in a major way, but it's not my lock of the week. My lock of the week is tonight: the Wolfpack cover three and a half versus Louisville. I I think Louisville is a fine team. They'll go, you know, they'll go what like eight and four, nine and three this season. And they could very well win by three. And like you cover. You and know. NC State's been underwhelming, as Roush said a little bit earlier. But Louisville's just been begging for a team to kind of take take advantage of some of their miscues and some of their sloppy play. Boston College, obviously, on the road. It was at UofL. Boston College was on the road. They weren't going to be the team to take advantage of it. But Indiana had every chance in the world. Uh, Georgia Tech had every chance in the world. This Louisville team's scrappy, but I think they take a big fat L. But Roush is right. I, I'm happy with the three and a half points, no less. So NC State, that's my lock of the week. Lock it up. Roush? Finish it up. O-C-A-T-S. Gets, gets, gets. Man, it could be a huge week for TJ if Florida and Ole Miss cover. <laughs> we hope you're wrong, sports talker. But I, 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 don't, I don't want that to happen. I'll lose the points there, but Ole Miss can make them up for me. That's I really, I, I just, I don't. Taking out any sort of emotional anything, like it just the way this game breaks down. The only way I see Florida winning is if Kentucky does just beat itself to death. Uh, but I think they're going to be ready. They're going to come out. It's going to be an exciting atmosphere at Kroger Field. Might be a little bit too hectic and sloppy initially, but I ultimately think Devin Leary is going to throw the ball around the yard, and the Cats are going to get a big dub 
to get the Big Blue Nation rocking and rolling and improve to 5-0. and First time they've won three straight games over the Gators since the 50s. Let's make it happen, Cats. Scooch, what's your pick for UK, Florida? I've got Cats winning 20-17. to I think they get it done. 20 to 17. I think UK wins a close, ugly game. 18 to 14. I don't know how they end up there, but they do. <laughs> 18 to 14 is my pick. Roush, do you like U of L to, to win tonight? I'm going with the over in that game. And I'm also thinking I'm going to lean under for Kentucky, too. Scooch, Maryland's going to take care of IU. They are, yeah. yeah. No All right, everybody have a good weekend. Go Cats. Be safe. We'll come back Monday. Have plenty to talk about. Fun first week at the new studio. This is Kentucky Roll Call. Roll. Big X.